right, guys. This is Podcast vs. Podcast. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, Eric Ivanovich. Hello, my name is Eric Ivanovich. And this is a show. If you're new here, what we do, we pitch podcast concepts and ideas to each other. We're trying to find that perfect show. At the end of the episode, we're going to vote on those ideas. Should we agree? We're going to go make that show. And this podcast workshop is just going to vanish into the ether, the internet ether. So, we're getting into it. We're going to break right down into these podcasts today. We got a special guest with us. We got Jeff Grout. Hey, everybody. He's a sound man. He's a movie man. He's an improviser. And he's I'm a, a man. And he's a man man. He's a man's man. <laughs> I can tell you just from looking at him, he's wearing a giant bear pelt with the head of the bear pulled up over his face. Uh, he has taped some knives, steak knives to his hands like Wolverine. Yeah. Pretty manly. Smoking two cigars. Not, I'm, I'm not doing the universal soldier thing with the necklace full of ears. Oh, is that those are real ears? Oh yeah, man. Oh, I thought those were prop ears. <laughs> no. You're in showbiz. That's so unsettling. <laughs> we're gonna try our best not to look at uh, Jeff's necklace of ears while we film this today. Record this today. Sorry, we record live to tape. We we sort of audio film it. <laughs> if that is, a, I like that. Well, I mean, Jeff, with you're, tech, the, you can do anything these days. Yeah. You would think there'd be an easier way to find microphones than keeping the caps on three cameras and pointing them at our mouths separately. <laughs> yeah. But it's what we've got. Hey. It's what we got to work with. So, All right, guys. You ready to pitch some podcasts? Yeah, I want to start things off. Please do. Um, lately, I've been trying to find new music. And uh, I've been asking people for recommendations. And they've been unhelpful. Extremely unhelpful. Okay. You know what? You are just hitting it right on the button because I have a peeve that came to me last night. Yes. As I was trying to Tell do me the about same it. thing. So on most of the music streaming sites, yes. you're able to search by artist, album, maybe genre, and track. Yeah. yeah. But I was wanting to search by like a music producer. Oh. I wanted to be able to search by a songwriter. Yeah. Or, like, who is the mastering engineer? I want to be able to search by other people involved in the process. You want to have, like, an IMDb-style thing for songs. Yeah, and I, I was like, because I found this one cool song, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I looked at the info, and I'm, like, looking at the producers, and I'm like, oh, man, this is sweet. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. These guys are awesome. Yeah. And then I wanted to be able to search their entire catalog of everything that they had produced. You right. know, I know some of the stuff in the past, like Michael Jackson and all this cool stuff, but yeah. what have they done lately? And I couldn't find it. And that is my pet peeve. I want more metadata for searching music streaming. Yeah. That's a really, really good idea. It's a really good idea. Um, I was mainly talking about, I was trying to find like Australian indigenous music of, of, uh, of uh, didgeridoo playing. Yep. And people kept recommending me like techno songs where they sampled the didgeridoo, yeah, or so something lame. like that. Which is like, so I'm looking, I'm looking for didgeridoo music. Uh, okay, well, some of my favorite didgeridoo yeah. tracks yes. are Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai has some um, sweet tracks off of uh, the uh, the record "Traveling Without Moving," I believe. Yes, uh, there's at least three or four that are super cool. A lot of them are instrumental. They're super long. Definitely check them out. They're awesome. Um, I have a question. That's a really good. I love Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai? Jamiroquai. 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 No, Jamiroquai is where you harvest stone. And Jamiroquai is just a question. Jamiroquai? Hmm. Is the this, French version? This is not an important conversation to have. I'm so sorry I derailed us. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> Eric. Yes. Uh, I feel like as much as I love Jameer quite, you're looking for just didgeridoo on their own? Yeah, well, that's what I was, you know, I found some. Okay. I found some. I was just looking for didgeridoo solo tracks. Why? Because I like the instrument and there's, I, I enjoy it. I could see you playing a didgeridoo, actually. I, well, I could never play it, I don't think. Why you got to learn that circular breathing. Yeah, I mean, which so is impossible. How? Have you tried I, to? I, I, can't, I can't do it. Do it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like ventriloquism. It's something I've always wanted to know how to do, yeah. but it's just beyond me. Yeah, it's impossible. It's, there's no way that anybody could do it if somebody did. It's true. Most ventriloquists just have little microphones inside the dolls. <laughs> That's the easiest way to do it. Um, so my podcast would be uh, Real Music Recommendations. Cool. Where, um, I guess uh, every episode would come in with a, with a recommendation peeve. I would come in with like, yeah, people keep, when I say I want um, uh, didgeridoo, a didgeridoo song, people recommend me like Line in a Coma by Animal Collective, which has like a didgeridoo sample, like two seconds long that they loop in the beat. Or in episode two, we would come in and, and Jeff would say like, you know, I'm trying to find music by these producers specifically. Yeah. And it's impossible to find unless yeah. I go to Wikipedia. That's right. Find their list of songs and then go to back to the streaming yeah, service. I want to stay like in the work. streaming site. So we would have uh, may- maybe episode three, Piers would have a, some sort of complaints about finding new music. He doesn't have to, though. Oh, sorry. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. I would have a complaint about finding. Yeah, maybe. Music? Maybe you're trying to find new music, and uh, you're looking for the best new, you know, jazz flute solos. I, and, I do yeah. love a good jazz flute. Solo. I know, right? Uh, it just. Oh my god. Okay, so what do I hate about trying to find new music? Oh, I know. Yeah. I. This isn't really for me. Yeah. This is more something that would apply to you guys. But I hate, like, if I'm in a group conversation and the topic of a band I like comes up. Yes. Let's say, I don't know, one off the top of the dome, The Grateful Dead. And uh, they're a good example of this. Um, and you're like, oh, I should, here's a great album. It's called yeah. American Beauty. It's really a solid album. Yeah. And then someone's like, no, no, you want this live bootleg. Like, and they, they reference their favorite album, not yeah. the album most likely to get the person into the band. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. like, I'm like looking at them like, don't start them on, on a, that on a cheap bootleg. Like yeah. it's, it is their best performance of Terrapin Station, but that's not important. That's not important. We just yeah. need to get them hooked. You got, yeah, give them the accessible, you know, single. Get them hooked, and then start diving down for the more yes. unique exactly. stuff. Exactly. Um, I do find that that's frequent with like when people recommend music, they. I think so. The thing about music is that everybody likes music. There's nobody out there, unless you're deaf, probably. And even, yeah, I think even deaf people probably enjoy music to some degree. Um, probably the cover art or something. Everybody likes music, and because they like it so much, they think that they're an expert. For example, I love music, so I, I consider so myself. So you're an expert. That's I consider how I myself an expert. Yeah. But if I was going to. That's how you feel about what? Cupcakes. I oh, love cupcakes. them so much, I think I'm an expert. Yeah. But ask me to make one. Uh, no thanks. Go you. ahead, ask me. Will you make a cupcake, please? I don't know how. Okay, <laughs> I guess I could figure it out. Your dark secret. <laughs> so tell. they people recommend music like from their bubble, right? So yeah. for example, for you, like, oh, I don't like American Beauty. I'm gonna tell them to listen to this, right? Or for me, like they hear didgeridoo and they're searching their musical bubble and they don't see any didgeridoo tracks in their musical bubble, but they they go for the closest thing they can find. Instead of just saying, ah, oh, sorry, I can't help you. They say, well, what about this techno song that samples right. a didgeridoo? Well, that's a great example, except for the fact that you said that this fictional person doesn't like American Beauty, which is impossible because it's a perfect album. Well, there's no didgeridoo. <laughs> uh, 
That's a really good point. Can I still listen to the Grateful Dead after this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but just I can't. <laughs> you just have to separate them. Your didgeridoo yeah. and the dead. That's actually why I stopped listening to the Beatles. No didgeridoo. No didgeridoo. Not yeah. in a single song. And, and you know what? They've done just about everything. Yeah. Right. You'd like they think done that so much you'd with run sitar. out of every music musical instrument and go, guys. You know, there's one thing we haven't done. <laughs> What's that, John? <laughs> it's the didgeridoo. Sounds terrible. Sounds like a sounds like a big fat waste of time. They also haven't done rap. Thank God. Thank God. Can you imagine? Oh. There's you, nothing you know, more painful than terrible rap. You know who would be the one to try it? Would be Ringo. George and Paul wouldn't go near it. Well, you John know what? Might Paul, Paul has already done, you know, uh, collaborations with some, you know, rap pop artists. That sure. I could see him, uh, could, like, but you know. Could you see, could you hear, imagine him spitting rhymes? Oh, I, uh, no. no, I just don't want to see that. No, neither do I. Um, I that's my him. podcast. That's my whole pitch, by the way. By the way, Paul McCartney, if you're listening, and I know that you are. Just don't do it. Um, don't do it, but I, it's not because I don't think you could be. I, I I don't know. I just feel like I'm being – I'm often too hard on Paul McCartney. <laughs> Sir. Uh, of all the Beatles, I'm, I'm, the, I'm way too hard on him. People should be harder on John Lennon than on Paul McCartney. Well, it's, um, he can't defend himself. That's a little unfair. Well, I just mean historically. Ah. You know, like when, when you're thinking about – when you think about people who beat up their wives. Yeah, exactly. And are kind of dicks to their kids and just kind of narcissists. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I guess that's the thing that we learned about power is absolute power corrupts absolutely. Oh, did John Lennon have absolute power? Yes. Didn't, did not have the power to stop that bullet. Ooh. Not, not quite enough. Yeah, he had the power to get shot. <laughs> not a great superpower. R.I.P. <laughs> Strawberry Fields forever. Best of luck, John. See you on the other side. <laughs> Anyways. If anyone is wondering, I'm wearing a John Lennon t-shirt right now that says I respect John Lennon. So, uh, yeah, it, it's cool that I said this stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. This is one of you guys want to pitch a podcast? Oh, I'll pitch I've a podcast. Already. I will pitch a podcast if you don't mind. It's called The Slippery Silver Throat of Piers Ray. And uh, you, Eric knows this. I love fluids. I love juices. Uh I like the runnier jams. Okay. Um, pour like anything you can drink. Soups. I'm into it. Now, is it is it just edible fluids or is it stuff like brake fluid? It's got uh, it. I, this show is specific. Well, you know what? That's where things get interesting because this is a show. Windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> Hold it. Save it for the show, oh, Jeff. Sh- this is where we would come in. Me and my two special co-hosts. That's you guys. Uh huh. Or potentially Jeff. Uh, sidebar. Whoever else we can get. And sidebar. Um, (laughs) Whisper mode off. Uh, Basically, this is a show where we would figure out, is it good to pour down your throat? Mm. Is it, does it taste good? Has it got a good mouth feel to it? And like, I'm looking, I got a short list here. So let's just, let's just riff on this a little. I'm going to give you guys some options and I want to hear your feedback. Yeah. Good to pour down your throat or bad to pour down your throat? Okay. Melted butter. Oh, definitely prime. You guys got any melted butter? That's, oh, that's prime. Oh. Love that phrase. Yeah. Great slang. Going to start using it. Um, hold Eric, on, hold on, hold on. How how recently was it melted? Is it still hot? It's not boiling. None of the stuff I, well, you know what? We'll call it two categories. You got straight out of the microwave after five minutes on high. Okay. And then you got just enough to make it soft and you let it sit for a minute. 
Um, okay, the, just enough to make it soft. Yes, pour that down your throat. Just coming right out of the microwave, I think you can pour that pour that down your throat, but you need special preparations. Mm -hmm. You first need to like uh, coat your throat with uh, uh, like an icicle. Like take <laughs> take an icicle <laughs> and, and just deep throat it. it for a while. <laughs> Yes. In fact, if you have, like, I don't know, a, a Spencer's Gift 6 or 12-inch <laughs> penis icicle, yeah. that would be perfect for this. Yeah. yeah. Just sort of numb your throat a little bit with the icicle. I think that could be a big help. Yeah, some of that, that like, you know, uh, throat sprays, sepical, whatever that stuff mm. is, the numbing stuff when you got a sore throat. That and even then, great. just take shots. Don't don't try to chug the butter. Never try to chug the butter. That's great advice. I think we came to a consensus there that was We're doing it. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, got some others here. Um, mm, 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 honey, <laughs> good luck trying. I mean, it takes a while, but once it gets going, it's also got to be warm, preferably. You can, ha I mean, because you're thinking about like the honey that gets hard, and you can have to scrape it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even you know, honey. like the the classic little like golden bear, you could you know squeeze it and just shoot it right down there. It's still. It would take some time. Yeah. It's like molasses or, or the honey. It would take some time to get down there, but I think it's good. It's, I'd do it. I, the thing I like about honey is that you could put it at the back of your throat, and then it would just slowly run down for a while, Ooh, and you could walk around doing other save stuff. Save it for later. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to disagree with you guys. This, I mean, that's a great way to get a bunch of ants in your throat. <laughs> you got me there, Eric. You got you got me there. Yeah. And bears love honey as well, too. So you don't, don't want do a bear this. climbing down your throat. <laughs> no, that is the last thing you're going to want. <laughs> uh, that's great. Okay, here's another one for you. Uh, Liquid Swords, the Wu-Tang album. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, that's not technically. I don't know. Do you count? Do you consider that to be Wu-Tang? Oh, yeah. I guess it's, like, it, it's within the, that's right. that's it's within right. the, you're the family. You're correct. It's yep. within the family. And he's got features on it. That is definitely, without a doubt, a Wu-Tang record. Okay, you count that. Okay. Okay. So, but... And I will drink that Liquid Swords into my ear holes all day. But No, no, no. But would you drink it in your throat? I would put it in my throat, too. I'd, I'd just put it in everywhere. If I can listen to it on the way down... Oh, when, yeah. Oh, when we figure out how to make fully liquid albums, which yeah. is my dream, where you can just drink an album and hear it oh. play. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd rather just listen to it. Um, but You are listening to it from <clears throat> inside. Yes. The, the deluxe edition uh, of Liquid Swords that came with a custom chess set. Yeah. I would drink that. That's pretty cool. I would pour that down my throat. That's pretty cool. All I don't right. know if it would fit, but I would try. We can, we can see what we can do. All right. We got three great options right now. Yep. I like to close off every episode of the Slippery Silver Throat of Piers Ray with my finisher game called Wet You Rather. And I'm going to give you two choices of drinks. <laughs> All right. And you guys have to tell me which one you would pick. Okay. An adult loser's bathwater or a talented baby's bathwater? Adult loser's bathwater. Why? <laughs> because I don't want to. that. I just, I don't want to uh, have that conversation with that baby. Mm -hmm. With that baby's parent, what? and say, by the way, can I just? They volunteer that? it. They it's volunteer just it. The baby, you you never see the baby. They scoop it up into a ziploc for you after they finish bathing their baby, and they just bring you a, a bag. Same with the loser. I just think that um, there's more likely to be poop in the in the baby's bathwater. Buddy, there's poop no matter what. Well, Jeff, your answer. I'm definitely gonna drink the baby water. Um, my reasoning behind it is there's there's a fad these days um, in oh, um, I'm women's uh, facial products, right? That are developed with the baby's foreskin. 
Get cells. Out. What? Because there's rejuvenating properties in this, this stuff, apparently. And so this there's this face cream that contains baby foreskin. I don't think this is a fad. Uh, Jeff's actually so, pretty up on his fads. He's the guy so, that told me that pogs weren't cool. So, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, there may be other beneficial properties we don't know of yet about drinking um, water that has been, you know, um, blessed by a baby. Um, hmm. It could be the new fountain of youth. You never know. Um, I started searching foreskin cream. Yes. And... I was like, this isn't going to pull up the right thing. Immediately finished. Force cream cream for wrinkles, Oprah. Yeah. So is Oprah supporting the harvest of baby foreskin? A Vice article from 2013. So, uh, oh my God. They, you know, to all, to all our listeners out there, you know, if you're going to get your child circumcised, don't throw it away. Oh man. I wish I'd kept mine. Uh, I wasn't thinking. Uh, third grade peers didn't know what he was talking about you know what i just think it's not in the parents place to offer up that bath water the adult loser that's his that's his choice a baby cannot say you you you, the parent did not ask the baby now do you want to keep this bath water or do you want to give it away but it's also i I think we could switch it up here so if i was to say it was an adult winner's bath water and a baby's Lo- a loser baby's bath water oh. i think that would totally change my answer oh because i'm agree. looking at it not on on, on necessarily uh, from an age yeah. standpoint you're looking at the successfulness that's right that is what i want to absorb so you don't want to drink the bath water of some baby who just can't just can't get it you can't right. even walk you can't talk you know you oh. can't even dress yourself can't even why would i want to drink your bath water? i gotta tell you right? something this baby doesn't sound like a loser it sounds depressed <laughs> I think these people have a depressed wet baby. Oh, man. The worst type of baby, in okay. my opinion. That's not, that was a good podcast pitch, Pierce. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I think it's um, a really valuable public service. It would be an hour a day, seven days a week. Okay. All right. But only once a year. So like one week of the year. Okay. It would, it would, be, it would be fluid week. Fluid week. Yeah. yeah. Remind everyone to hydrate. I like it. Um, Jeff, you got a, a podcast pitch that's extremely short? I think my pitch would be called Hire or Fire. Okay. I like this. It's uh, a perfect pitch. I will fire Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Come on kidding. now. Hired. I'm hiring oh, you back. Well, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, uh, you know, certain apps. Like, there's all these, like, dating apps and stuff out there. But what if there was more one for employment? And instead, oh. so so this is like a profile that You're you kind of like, like different relationships that you can manage via an app. Yeah. So if, if I'm an employer and I'm looking for, you know, employees to hire, I'd get on this app and I'd start swiping yeah, yeah. and I'd see people's profiles, pictures of them in front of like the photocopier, um, you know, making uh, copies, copies, making oh. copies, you know, using the three hole punch, you know, yes. there's all this stuff on the top of the mountain. I see that you're in a kayak. I know you've hiked this mountain and you're jogging here and you're doing yoga. That's not what I'm about. How's that going to get how, those TPS reports done? That is exactly it. So yeah. how, how good is the coffee you can make? How many photocopies can you do in an hour? I want to see a photo of you in front of your computer with like the thumbs up and just like, yeah. And then you talk about yourself. So this is the hire fire. Would you hire this person or would yeah. you fire them? Now, Sounds not like a podcast. Sounds like an app. Well, I, 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 yeah, I think there's two parts. You know, we could call in. You know, the the old right. way that these used to be done. But yeah. you know, you oh, could you could record okay. a, a little short message about yourself. You know, it's like, hi, I'm Jeff. I really love to photocopy. My favorite toner is, um, 
you know, I, I really run out of the black toner quicker than the color. Okay, all toner's black. Um, so you're thinking like those VHS dating tapes from the 80s kind of, but as a podcast. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, here's here's Miguel. I'm just picking a name out of a hat. Here's Miguel Arujo. Uh He's a... Uh, I don't know. We don't really know what he does, but he's here to defend himself. And then Miguel would start talking. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm super lonely and I like to cook. And uh, for, I myself, I I like to cook for myself, I, like, I guess I could cook for two people, but I only have one bowl and spoon. Um, something uh, like that. Yeah. I like um, that. You know, it's like. But uh, sorry, that, I was focusing. That was like a dating pitch. I, I, I meant well, to be yeah, more it's like. More a little employment focus. So. I show up to work on time. I'm. Yeah, I clean my mouse pad every yeah. day. And, you know, I really appreciate vacuuming the dead skin out of my keyboard so it types pre- properly. You know, that's the small attention to detail as yeah. an employer that I think you'd be looking for. Now, I, if I was an employer, I would not really want to hire someone who wastes a bunch of time vacuuming uh in the office and when they could be compiling spreadsheets well it isn't it's at the end of the day first of all uh as always i prefer the japanese corporate system and keeping a clean workspace is a part of that yeah okay um the only place I've ever seen anyone using a tiny hand vacuum to vacuum their keyboard is in the film Gattaca. Yeah. And that's because he doesn't want anyone to find his cells. because he gives away information about his genetic code. But also, he wants the keyboard to be... to be, uh, to be Yeah, uh, but you got to hit your, your words per minute, man. You got to have that there. You can't have the Z key yeah. just go... Oh, you have a lot of cells in, a, in that spreadsheet you, to when, fill in. When you get like a little bit of granola or something caught under a key or like a little grain and then it like doesn't go down all no. the way and it makes like a weird click and you're like, ah, a little right? bit of granola? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. What are you eating at your keyboard? It's something, I don't know, yogurt? A- a bunch and of strings? Bunch of avocados? It's one of these people that has the nail clippers on their desk. They're going to, you oh. know, they're also, that. so that is the fire. You, you know, I see, I see a profile picture of your nail clippers on your profile. Yeah, that's that's a that's point. a swipe left instant fire. Yeah, and it would be very similar to dating websites because people put things up on dating. They put up what they think is attractive. Yeah, how many pictures of cats do you have in your cubicle? Very true. Like that, stuff that you think is appealing, but that the employer will be like, we don't want a bunch of cats here. Yeah, we don't want that. To. Is you know, uh, yeah. Uh, so instantly, if I see that you got you know a million cat photos in your cubicle, that's a no. I would be very interested interested to see how people market themselves professionally like that. But I feel, also feel like, for the most part, once people know that it's professional, it just turns into LinkedIn, which is just like everyone like being like, I'm a professional. I have five years experience and I'm into this. And blah, blah, blah. Which is, I guess, good if you're mm. an accountant where it should just be like a quick list of your experience. <laughs> and then if they're interested in a job, they just send you an email that just says, hi, how's it going? Hey, hey, sup? You up? <laughs> You up, you up for working? <laughs> you like to work? Oh, man. Mind if I send you a dick pic? This is, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, Dick. He's our CEO. You're going to be working a lot with yes. him. He's a really nice Beautiful. guy. Um, not a bad pitch, but I do think it, it does sound like more like an advertisement for your app that you're trying to market. Well, uh, it is available in the app store right now. Okay. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you gave us these brochures. To... I don't need another brochure. All right, thank you, Jeff. I will put it with the other brochure. It has the same QR code on it. I don't you need know, both. If you're looking for a replacement for Lemur outside who's feeding the gulls, you know. Is he still out there? He's still out there, man. Man, well, I got to hand it to him. We gave him a task to do. 
<laughs> and he is doing it. He's dedicated, right? That's <laughs> Listen, it's time to vote. It's definitely time to vote right now. All right. I have prepared a special voting system. People have been complaining about our vote voting system for a while now. They say that, like, because we usually just announce our votes, we open ourselves up to bias. Okay. So what I've created today, turn your attention to these three screens. Ooh. And uh, on of them, you'll see each of them has a virtual bowling app. And uh, everyone can vote by what you hit. If you roll a strike, you're I'm, voting for me. I'm going if for you, a turkey. You're going for a turkey? Yeah. Well, you only get one one throw. Well, that's the magic of bowling. All right. If you get a 7-10 split, you're voting for Eric. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if you just knocked down, like, I don't know, a couple pins, nothing special, uh, you're voting for Jeff. And That's uh, not a reflection, by the way. Gu- on gutterball? The con- gutterball? Uh, gutterball is no vote cast. Oh, okay. Gentlemen, you have your remotes. <laughs> Let's let's bowl. Okay, we slash vote. Okay. <laughs> All right, they're going. All three of us veering hard to the left into the gutter. Yep. That's my style. And that's three gutter balls. Gentlemen, I'm afraid none of us cast a vote today. Okay. This is this is terrible. We need to... I will work on some more options. I will keep bringing in new voting I, systems. I really think our basic default voting system is fine. It's not. People hate it. Please, please talk to me next time you want to devise an alternate system. How much money did you spend on this, by the way? We'll talk about it off. Air. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to talk about it off air either. Um, it's a draw, Jeff. We want to thank you so much for being here, hanging out with us this week. My pleasure, it's been guys. An thanks for having me. And last week. And the week before? <laughs> Not the week before. No. Ah. But maybe in a few weeks hence. <laughs> uh, and of course, we got to get a few more last minute plugs in. Jeff Grout has a SoundCloud based out of Vancouver. <laughs> Not SoundCloud, but his SoundCloud is based out of Vancouver, where you can find some of his remixes, stuff like that. Uh, he's an amazing sound engineer and a pretty, pretty good improviser. I'll give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> He's pretty good. Thanks on his feet. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And um, I don't know. End of show for me. Yeah, Eric. hey, come to our live show June 20th. And Thank thanks you. for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Should we give them more information about the live show? Nah. Nah.